شهد الله أنه لا إله إلا هو والملائكة والملائكة وأولو العلم قائما بالقسط لا إله إلا هو العزيز الحكيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلي وسلم على سيد المرسلين أمام المتقين وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد فصل في أحكام الغصب غصب تك العارية رأي فنشت العارية borrowing borrowing and today we are on الغصب أن الغصب is defined as الاستيلاء على حق الغير it is to take the right of someone else ظلما out of oppression without any right that is what الغصب is to take, take the right of someone else without any right and it has many different ways that it can happen and they have different names so he says وحد الغصب أخذ شيء ظلم مجهر نعم so he says فإن أخذه سرا من حرز سمي سرقة if it is now if the right of someone else is taken secretly from a protected place is called سرقة stealing سرقة okay and if it's if the right of someone else is taken مكابرة سمي محاربة if it's taken by confronting him and taking his thing in front of him and confronting him and taking his stuff not secretly then it's called محاربة and has different ruling فإن أخذه استيلابا سمي اختلاسا if he takes it in a way of snatching then it's called اختلاس وفإن أخذه مما كان مؤتمنا عليها عليه سمي خيانة and if he takes it after he was entrusted with it steals it after he's entrusted with it it's called خيانة and they all have different rulings right what's the first one السرقة والسرقة again and it's important to know the differences because not everything is considered to be stealing and therefore they'll take different rulings in terms of what punishment is given so السرقة what is it Taking something secretly You go into someone's house You At night You go into the safe And you take something This is called sariqa What's the ruling on sariqa? What's the ruling on the sariq? Cut his hand His hand is cut off If he takes something Out in front of him يعني, he, A robbery he armed, armed robbery for example Okay This is called muharaba What's the ruling on muharaba? In the Quran, Allah says, "Inna ma jazaa al-ladina yuhariboon Allah wa Rasulahu wa yasauna fi al-ardi fasadan an yuqatlu." They executed, or yusallabu, or they, or they crucified, or tuqatta'aidim arjulhum min khilaf, or their opposite hands and legs are cut off. يعني right hand, left leg, or left hand, right leg is cut off. Or yunfu min al-ard, or they are exiled from the earth. The, the ruler or the judge has a choice between all of these things, according uh, to some opinions, and some, uh, and the other opinion is that. Um, it depends on what crime he done According to the crime Then he will be either executed Or he will be crucified Or he will be cut off right, right hand, left leg, left opposite sides Or he will be exiled from the earth According to the crime Like in the point is here If he steals something In a way of robbery Armed robbery Highway robbery Goes to someone in front of him He holds him Takes his money from him This is called muharaba, And he has its ruling And he has When استلابا سمي اختلاسا if you take something he's on a motorbike and he snatches and they go off it's called اختلاس it has a different ruling it's not called سريقة فإن أخذه من مم... and if he's entrusted with it it's called خيانة طيب 
all of this comes under ghasb. So ghasb is a general ruling on anything that you take without any right. Anything that you take without any right. And it is a it is one of the hands and the possession the, the ways of possession that a person can have. Remember the possessions that the person can have. What's the possession that you can have? Amana or milk ownership or Daman, right? And the fourth one is Ghasb as well. We have Ghasb. Someone can take something in Ghasb and it has its own ruling as well. And this is what we're going to take now. If someone takes something out of Ghasb, he has no right to take it. Whether it be through Sariqah, whether it be through Muharaba, whether it be through any other way, it is called Ghasb and it has its own ruling. Another example of Ghasb would be a person to go inside someone's house without any permission. He's not allowed to use that, that part of the house. Or he takes someone's car without permission. Or he takes someone's animal without permission, as we're going to see here. طيب. So this is called ghasb. Do you what is? It is to take someone else's right without any permission. And all of these rulings, all of these that we, we, we said, come under it and more. But generally, it's just these. No. <laughs> I should have. I should have added it. I should have added it. But like, because there was a chapter specific for it, we'll come to it instead. I could have added it. Yeah. Okay. What's the difference between Muharaba is that you, you do it mukabara in front of him, a highway robber, a robber. Someone comes and he takes you and he stays there and says, Give it, or he traps you, he, he, he holds you, uh, imprisons you, ties you up, and takes your stuff like that. As for ikhtilas, it's literally just someone's running, takes it and runs. It's called ikhtilas. It's like uh, snatching, snatching. You understand? So what about if it's like, so if it's taken in secret, um, a sergeant, that's like behind person's back, I'm running around. Yeah, that's sariqah. But you see the difference between muharaba and ikhtilas. Muharaba, there, there is a type of fear that you're instilling in the person. You're making him give you your money out of fear. You understand? As for ikhtilas, then it's sudden, it's taken and run. And that's why muharaba is worse, because it instills fears in someone. Even in, in the law of UK, Armed robbery has a specific is worse than different types of robbery, right? So that's why there's, there's a difference. Do you understand? Kidnapping. kidnapping, all of that will come under it. Yeah. Mm. So you say someone snatches someone's phone, but like secretly, and when you're walking, someone just pickpockets you. Yeah, pickpocketing. Would that will come under sariqa? As so, oh, would it come ikhtilas? It's a good question. Ikhtilas or sariqa? I would put it on the side of Allah. Let me see right now. And it's in his, it's protected. And ikhtilas generally is if it's in someone's hand. If it's in someone's hand and then it's snatched, that's that's ikhtilas. But if it's in his pocket and it's taken out, then it seems like to be sariqa. Yeah. Seems like to be sariqa. Tayyib. So this is the ruling on, on ghasb. Look what the author says. Three things. If a person takes wealth without any right, غصب, then number one, the first thing that he has to do is, he has to return it. He has to return that wealth. Number one, that's the first thing right down. Number two is, وَأَرْشِ نَقْصِهِ the, depreci- the depreciation. Any depreciation that happens, then he has to pay for that. For example, someone steals a car. Two years later, he brings the car back. And he says, okay, sorry, I stole your car, whatever, whatever. You take it back. The car, how much value has it lost? 2,000 pounds, 1,000 pounds. He has to not only return the car, but he has to also return the, depreci- the pre- depreciation that has, got, that has happened to that car. So 1,000 pounds, whatever. Is that clear? 
the value basically the value that's been lost and not only that on top of that he also has to give him the rent for that car or for that thing that he stole and if he was to rent this car from the marketplace how much would you rent it for? 100 pounds a month 200 pounds a month and he stole it for two years he's going to have to pay all of those months of rent so those are the three things he has to return the actual thing and he has to return the depreciation and number three he has to give back the um, the rent no the rent احسنت another th- oh. oh custom according to if you're going to the shop how much would you rent that phone yeah it has to be according to the roof طيب طيب he says he has to return it look at this the, the ulama they say if a person stole some iron or some building products he stole one piece of iron or, or you know when you're building a foundation of a house you have those, 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 those metal rods he stole one metal rod and he used it to build a house he has to return it right what does he have to do in that situation the majority of the scholars they say he has to break down the whole house and give back the iron why because because there is no protection for the dhalim for the one who's oppressive he has to break down the whole house and give back that one piece of iron back to that person that he stole it from that is the opinion of the majority of the scholars the Hanafiya they say and this is important it's important to know because a lot of the scholars they take this opinion they say if the returning of the item is going to cost him too much a lot of money like in this situation the example I just gave in that situation they say they don't give back the iron you give back similar to what you have stolen you don't give back the exact same thing because of how much a whole imagine he builds a whole building huge building because one thing that was stolen he has to break it all down that's the majority of, uh, of opinion as well as they say that yeah. is it <laughs> no, no, no. you say for instance iron um, do you have to give back that specific one that specific one it has to be that specific what one if he doesn't know then he can give the similar to it which we're going to come to but if he doesn't know he has to give the exact same one is that clear that's the message on, on that yeah Depending on how much he's going to lose, if the, according to the Hanafis, yeah. If it's going to be a huge loss, then in that case we say, give back something that is, you don't have to break down the building, just give something similar to it. Is that clear? Yeah. طيب. He says, If now he stole something, غصب, he took something without any right. And then it is destroyed. It breaks. It's gone. What does he have to do? He has to pay it back. He has to give the exact same thing if there is a... If, the, if you can find the exact same thing. So example, he stole a car. That is a Toyota Corolla 15 plate. Then he has to bring a Toyota Corolla 15 plate. Same one. He has to bring a similar. Okay, if, it has, if there is a... If, there, if it is an item which you can find something similar to it. What if it's a precious... Um, Artifact, an old vase, for example, or gold vase, or no gold vase, no haram, that's not allowed to be used anyway. Uh, a diamond ring, something that was made in the 19th century or 18th century, 17th century, and you can't find it today. And that says, Oh, he gives his value. 
if you can't find something similar to it. So if it's an old artifact that he stole and it was destroyed, he has to give the value of it. So if it's worth 300,000 pounds, you have to give back 300,000 pounds. طيب. How much does he have to give back? This item. Certain items, if you steal, if a person steals, for example, a person steals a gold ring, a gold ring, and gold we know it fluctuates in price, right? The price of gold fluctuates, goes up and down throughout the year. And then it's destroyed. He steals it on the beginning of the year and he it destroys at the, at the end of the year. How much does he have to give back? He could say, when I stole it, it was only worth 100 pounds. But throughout the year, it was worth 500, then it went down 200, then 300, then 150. What does he have to give back? He has to give the, the highest price. He has to give back the highest price that it was at. So if the car at one point or the thing that he stole at one point was worth 5,000 pounds At another point it was worth 2,000 pounds And when he stole it it was worth 1,000 pounds And when it when he, when he got destroyed it was worth 3,000 pounds He has to give it at the point that He has to give back the amount of money that it was worth At its highest point Which is 5,000 pounds in that situation Is that clear? Now you got a second hand car Steal it You'd have to give the price when it was um, new basically <clears throat> From the time that, you, that was stolen To the time that it was destroyed Understand? Not from the time that it was new, from the time that it was stolen. Because why? Why? Is it because at that time, same person like the owner had to sell the car? Exactly. Exactly. So it would only be fair to pay him the highest price because they could have sold it for that. Exactly. Because imagine the the owner, uh, he when it was stolen from him, he had one year. At any time, he could have sold the item. And because you stole it from, he couldn't sell. He couldn't sell the item. And now it's destroyed. Therefore, you're going to now give him the highest price that he could have sold it for at that time. And ghasb is from the major sins Ghasb is from the major sins And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in the hadith In Sahih al-Bukhari al-Muslim Man 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 The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in the hadith La'an Allahu man ghayyara manara al-ard Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has cursed The one who changes the land He changes the borders of the lands Yani He has a piece of earth He has a piece of land and then what he does, his, his land is, is one meter or ten meters long, and he adds on one meter. It's called ghasp. He's stolen that piece of land. The Prophet ﷺ cursed that person. That shows that ghasp is from the major sins. In another hadith, the Prophet ﷺ said that the one who steals earth, he will be, destroy, he will be punished from seven earths. Yani all seven earths he will be swallowed and he will be punished on the day of judgment because of the earth that he, that he was, that he stole. And so it's from the major sins. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from it. And like Allah says in the Quran, وَلَا تَأْكُلُوا أَمْوَالَكُمْ بَيْنَكُمْ بِالْبَاطِلِ Do not eat your wealth between, you, between each other without any right. And then he says, وَمَنْ يَفْعَلْ ذَلِكَ عُدْوَانًا وَظُلْمًا فَسَوْفَ نُصْلِهِ نَارًا Whoever does that out of enmity and out of oppression, then he will be burnt in the hellfire. And Allah says in the Quran also, وَيْلٌ لِلْمُطَفِّفِينَ Destruction be to those who are mutaffifin. Mutaffifin is the one, they are the ones who, وَيْلٌ لِلْمُطَفِّفِينَ is the one who, when he gives an, a, a, an item he cheats so instead of an item he, someone says give me one kilogram of meat he gives him 999 grams of meat instead just to make a little bit of make a little bit of profit or to save something in order to cheat that person Allah says destruction be to that person because he done rasp there he's stolen he's, he's stolen from that person he's taken his wealth without any right and rasp is a big bad that uh, and that was, these are the, the khulasa of, of rasp طيب next بعد فصل في أحكام الشفعة الشفعة نوع شفعة الشفعة okay 
A shuv'a is a contract in the sharia, is an aqd in the sharia that is, they say, ala khilaf al qiyas. It is not in line with the norms of how the rulings of the sharia they go. What do I mean by that? The sharia normally, we're going to learn here, we're going to learn actually what, what shuv'a is. It doesn't go in line with what the sharia normally brings, but it, it was made an exception in order to prevent any. Uh, argumentation or enmity between the people, between the human beings, right? What is a shufa? Khulasat al-shufa is that a two two people, they are partners in ownership of uh, of land. The majority of the scholars they say it can only be for land. Two people, they are owners in partnership of of, of one piece of land. So I own fifty percent, and other and this other person owns fifty percent of the land. What happens? Me. And my friend, I want to sell my piece of land. And that person, the person who owns that piece of land, he doesn't know who I'm selling it to, right? He has no right in who I sell it to. It's my piece of land, I can sell it to whoever I want. So what if I sell it to someone who is not a good person? Me and the brother, we knew each other. We knew how we deal with each other. We're happy with each other. But I had to sell it because of any reason. I wanted to sell it, I needed the money, whatever. And I sell it to someone else. This person, he says, I don't know who this other person is. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him the right to forcefully take that piece of land off the one I bought he sold it to off the one I sold it to for the price that I sold it to him for so I come to him and I say you bought this land of the brother I'm going to buy it off you for the same price that you bought it off him you bought it for 30,000 I'll give you 30,000 he has to take it it's called shufa'ah he's forced to take it why does that go against the norms of the sharia? Because normally you can't take someone else's wealth, you can't buy and sell something, or you can't buy someone off someone without, without, by force, right? Normally. But this one, why is it? Why did the Sharia give us permission to do this? Because it is two Sharia, two people who are ownerships, they have ownership of, of one land. They might not, not they might, the, the person who was my partner, he might not like the person that I sold it to, the land I sold it to. Or that person might be known to be a cheater. Or he just said, I don't want to be in an investment with another person who I don't know. Because we know that when people is, are involved in money, people change. We know that, right? People change when they're involved with money. So he says, I don't, I don't trust everyone when it comes to investments and money and, and partnerships. So therefore, I'm going to take my land back. And this is what Shufa'a is generally. <laughs> Few people own the land. Yeah. Um, they sell the land to someone else. One of them sold the land. He sold his portion. So he has the permission. Oh, he sells his portion. His portion. Yeah. So basically, me and you, we own one piece of land. I own fifty percent. You own fifty percent. Mm. The land is worth sixty thousand pounds. Mm. I say I'm going to sell my land to this brother for thirty thousand pounds. Fifty percent, my portion. I'm going to sell it to him for thirty thousand pounds. Yeah. So now who's going to own the land? You and him, right? Yeah. You're going to be partners in the land. Mm. So you have the permission now. To take the land off him for thirty thousand pounds for the same price. So you have the permission to sell it without. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, it's your it's, it's ownership. It's a, then you have the permission to buy it. Yeah. So, but I don't understand what. Yeah. Joint investment. What does it mean for, for the person that's got the land, sharing the land with the person, if it doesn't have an effect on the person? What? Because that's his fifty percent. Yeah. That's the other person's fifty percent. Yeah. How does it affect the other person? Affect you, and if I sell it, how does it affect you? Yeah. Because now you're going to own land with someone else. So what if he says, I want to do this with this land now. I don't want to do that. I want to change what we do. Yeah, it's not only. It's, 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 how can you sell it without his permission? Or not sell it if you both own it? Because, because, uh, because I, we both, own, we both own a portion. Like for example, if I have a portion of a company, 
stock stock stocks. Yeah, yeah. Stocks, right? It's yeah. one company. I own ten thousand stocks of one company. Yeah. I can sell it without permission, right? Yeah. Same thing. Okay. You get it? Yeah. It's, it's it's a piece of land. We own percentages of it. We do business together. We farm together. For example, when me and you, when we own the land, we farm grapes. We farm grapes. I own 50%, you own 50%. We make profit of the grapes, 50%. You get 50% of profit, I get 50% of profit. What's going to happen if I sell it to this person? My, he, his, my 50% of the grapes is going to be Timna. Mm. And he's going, to be, he's going to have some say in the land now. So which you might not like. He might lie. He might, he might lie, he might cheat, whatever. You get it? Mm. That's why the Sharia gives us Shufa'ah. The asr of Shufa'ah, the evidence for Shufa'ah, is the hadith of Jabir radiallahu anhu in the Sahih Bukhari Muslim and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And um, Jabir radiallahu anhu, he said, قضى النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم بالشفعة في كل ما لم يقسم فإذا وقعت فإذا صرفت الطرق ووقع الحدود فلا شفعة. The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he gave شفعه in everything that is not split up. يعني anything that is not clearly split up it is owned by percent percentage. For example, I own fifty percent of a land. He owns I own half of a land. Left side he owns the left side. The other side we know whose is whose. There's no شفعه in that. Shufa is only something where the ownership is by percentage. I own 50% of the land, you own 50% of the land. Meaning, I own 50% of the profit, you own 50% of the profit and loss. Do you understand? Mm. When are you allowed to buy the land? Like, if you were the person who kept their the portion of the land, do you have to buy it instantly or do you have to... Yeah, instantly, which you're going to come to. You have to buy it instantly. Mm. So what if he, the, the guy they're buying it off? So maybe it's based on my wrong understanding, but so if, if now a new... A new um, Hold of this land comes the guy, my partner, my, my, my first partner sold it to him, and so this uh, the sword of this is that I buy it of him. Yeah. What if he doesn't want to sell it to me? He has to. He's forced by the judge. Oh, okay. That's why these ahkam are open in the Islamic country, yeah. sadly. But even in the Muslim country, if it happens, then you're forced Islamically. Your mulkiyah are going to be held accountable for not giving me that land. Mm-hmm. But by being forced by the law, it only happens in Islamic countries and Islamic law, yeah. which we know, most of we yeah, most of Buyur is only by Islam, can only be enforced in an Islamic country. To be honest, this is, the learning this is not really applicable applicable too much in this country. Even though you still have to apply it, but if you don't, then you can't force. Uh, is it just land? Good question. Uh, according to the majority, it's just it's just land. Which we're gonna come to. All this is gonna come to. Let's just let's see, and then inshallah, all these questions they'll be answered. Most of it. Fasun fi ahkami shufa. That was just the overview of shufa. Wa shufatu wajibatun bil khultati dun al jiwar. Shufa is obligatory. What's Shufa again? For him to take the land of that person. Istihqaq. Uh, He's allowed to take off that land of that person. Wajibah is obligatory upon you to give him that land. You're not allowed to keep it anymore. If the land is mixed, yani owned by percentage. الجوار, not by neighbor, neighboring. Yani if I own a piece of land, I own a house, a land. My next door neighbor, he chooses to sell his house. And I say, I don't want a new neighbor. Because I like you, you're a good neighbor. If I get a new neighbor, they're going to be bad people. I don't know who they are. Is there a shufa in this? The majority of the scholars say there's no shufa in, in neighboring lands. Do you understand that? Neighboring lands, different. Separate lands, not by percentage. Separate land. Like my next neighbor, the only owns the house. The Hanafiya, they say there is shufa in this. Why? Because it has the same illa. The same uh, reason, which is... Harm. There's going to be harm. The reason why I want to allow get um, buy the land, buy the house of that person next to me, because I don't want another neighbor. I like this neighbor. The next neighbor, I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know how he's going to be. You understand? So the Hanafiyah, because of that, they say shufa is allowed in al jiwar when there is neighborhood, neighboring, when people are neighboring. 
It's a strong opinion that a lot of scholars take. Wallahu alam. Um, the reason why the majority of the scholars they say it's not um, allowed a neighboring thing is because the hadith. The hadith it says. إذا فإذا وقعت الطرق فإذا وقعت الحدود وقسمت فإذا وقع فإذا قسمت الطرق وقع الحدود فلا شفعة. If now the lands are split up and we know it's not it's not percentage anymore, then they say there's no شفعة in that. طيب. Um, so that يعني they they have the hadith with them. والله أعلم. So it's only in something that's mixed. في ما ينقسم لا في ما لا ينقسم. In something that can be split apart. In something that can be um, can be distributed Something that can be distributed Or owned يعني بالقسمة يعني فيما ينقسم يعني something that can be split apart Not something that can't be For example uh, a, um, a phone Or something like that Something oh, uh, hmm? You can own floors of that Allah alam يعني فيما لا ينقسم Things that are able to be split up Between People, not anything that's not able to be split up. For example, a phone and things like that. وفي كل ما لا ينقل من الأرض كالعقار and anything that cannot be moved from the earth, like عقار, like 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 um, estate, real estate. Real العقار is real estate, yeah. في كل ما لا ينقل it can't be moved. Like houses, real estate, it's not moved. If it's something that can be moved, then they say there is no shufa according to the four imams. Alimut al arba they say there's no shufa in, for example, a phone. A phone, there can't be shufa in it. Okay? And the phone is a bad example of something that cannot car. be split up. Huh? A car can be transported. Can be. Can be. Therefore, there's no shufa. So they say it's only on real estate as opposed to Ibn Hazm al Zahiri. He says it can be in anything. In anything. Why? Because it's the same illa. We own, we, own, we own something and then you're trying to sell my portion to someone else. I don't want that person to be a partner with me. So they say it's the same illa. So therefore, why can't we have. Shufa'a and things like that And this is the opinion Some of my teachers Shikhal and Mushayqah Takes that opinion And things like that That anything can be Have shufa'a in it Lakin the hadith says فَإِذَا وَقَعَتِ الْحُدُودِ The hudud when, when there is hudud So it talks about only earth You have to understand this The ruling of shufa'a There is no qiyas on it There is no qiyas on shufa'a يعني You can't say Because of an il- According to the four imams they, This is the reason why they say this You can't have, you can't have it on Things that are um, Moved And you can't have it on Things that are next door neighbors. Why do they say that? Because they say we stick to the hadith. Because shufa, as we mentioned at the beginning, is something that doesn't go in norm of the. It's not a normal contract in the Sharia. It goes against the norms of the contracts. Every contract it has certain things. It has to be by the pleasure of someone else. It has to be. There has to be rida, right? There has to be. There has to be. Someone has to allow it. But shufa is different. So they say because it is ala khilaf al qiyas, You have to stay or yuqtasaru ala nas. You have to stay according to what the hadith says. Because we haven't got something similar to Shufa in the Sharia for us to be now doing Qiyas and say because of the Illa and this. No, we say the Hadith said, the Hadith said, that's it. Shufa has nothing else because it doesn't go with the norms of the rulings in the Sharia. I hope that's a bit clear. What's the question? I think like, ask, uh, um, so like stocks or something. For so example, like, online, something just like, that's still a plan. It's a plan to trust the A and in, in today's world I don't think there's any possibility of that in today's world But theoretically, if you're thinking about it theoretically Where you own a percentage of a company According to the majority, it wouldn't be allowed Because only for, for land According to the majority of scholars Like in, if you think about it like that Then يعني For example, a person, they have ownership in a business Yeah, then in, according to them, they'll have, they'll have shifra on that But 
but the majority of them don't want Shufa. So, um, Shufa is part right? Shufa, no, Shufa is the act right to take the money of the person. Oh, there's two people in parties. Yeah, yeah. So, is that two parties in It's not necessarily two. It can be multiple. multiple. No, I'm trying to combine it with Sharika. Like, so, Sharika inside the base. Yeah, when it comes to land, though. When it comes to land. Yeah, it's just land. How much do I I have the right to take the, the, the sale from that person, right? How much do I have to pay him? I have to pay him the amount that he bought it from for. So let's say me and Abdullah we have own a land. Me and Abdullah we own a land. He sells his land 50%, 50%. He sells his land for 30,000 to Abdul Latif. I go to Abdul Latif, I say, here's 30,000. I have to give him 30,000. I can't say I'm going to give you 20,000. I have to give him the exact money. Abdul Latif, I'll give it to him. I have to buy it off him, yeah. I have to buy it off Abdul Latif. Because he owns it now. I have to buy it off Abdul Latif. But he's forced to sell it to me. He's forced to sell it to me now. He's out of the picture now. It's gone. It doesn't necessarily have to be paid in one installment. It doesn't necessarily have to be paid in one installment, no. So if I don't have the money. That's it, then I can't buy it off him. Then I can't. There's no shofar. Yes, exactly. There's no shofar after that. بِثَمَنِ الَّذِي وَقَعَ عَلَيْهِ الْبَيْعَ it has to be al-fawr. What is the question that you asked? It has to be straight away. I can't now say, okay, let me see if Abdul Latif is a good partner or not. Let me wait for him and then I'll buy off him. It has to be straight away. What does it mean by straight away? As soon as you hear it and you're able to buy it off him, you do it. As soon as you hear it and you're able to buy it off him, that you do it. So if you hear it after, say he, bought, say he sold it six months ago and I was in a different country. I came back and I found out he sold it to him. Six months, is that, am I allowed now? It's allowed because I heard, it, I heard it at that time. Let's say I heard it over the phone. I heard it over the phone or through people coming to the country that I'm in. Then I say, I can't give him the money right now because the money is not in my account right now. I have to, I have to I'm, I, I'm only able to give him the money when I go back home and then get, I'm able to get the money. In that case, it's allowed as well. So it has to be al fawr meaning as soon as you hear about it and as soon as you are able to pay it. You have, to, you have to pay it straight away. If you wait, then there is no shuf'ah after that. Is that clear? That's that condition. If he delays it, and he's able to do it, it is now null and void. There is no shuf'ah for him. If um, if, I, if, I'm, if I have a wife, the person, he marries a woman and her uh, mahar is half of my land that I own. So I own 50% of land, me and Abdullah. I say to the wife, your mahar is 50% of my, my ownership of the land. Abdullah wants to buy it off. Abdullah says, I don't want a woman to be my, to be my sharik. Okay, or he says, stop, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Huh? He just, I don't want I don't want this lady to be a sharik. I don't know her. Whatever. So what's, he has to pay her back. طيب. She didn't buy it. It was a mahr. So how much does he have to pay? We say mahrul mithil. Mahrul mithil is a is a concept that really needs to be understood for you guys. Everyone needs to understand this throughout Kitab al Bayt. Especially for Kitab al Nikah. You have to understand Mahrul Mithil. Mahrul Mithil is the mahr that you give a woman if there is no mahr that is mentioned in the in the nikah. For example, a man, a man gets married to a woman. He's, he marries a woman. And they don't mention the, 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 the mahar. They don't discuss it. The, the father doesn't discuss it. They say, I just, I've married you, my wife. And this, that. Do you have to give a mahar? You have to give a mahar. 
طيب وسط المهر شي سيز 10000 اي نو يو 10000 نو طيب هي سيز هي سيز 500 طيب هي ديسايدز وي سي هي هاز تو جيف هير مهر المثلي ذا مهر ذا وومن لايك هير ود نورمالي جيت سو وود يو لوك ات يو لوك ات فاميلي وود يو انتي جيت وود يو انكو جيت اي مين انكو وود يو وود يو انكو جيف تو انتي وود يو سيستر جيت وود يو مذر جيت What family is she from? Is she from the royal family? Then you're gonna have to pay a lot. She's from a royal family. She comes from a family that everyone the mahr is this much, or she comes from a family that mahr is, is is less. This is called mahr al mithli, and it's according and it's according to what her family. Obviously, what plays a part in it is the society. يعني a certain family in a certain society. For example, if you're in a country where you're trying to marry the princess of that country, you know that the princesses their mahr is one million, two million, right? Certain certain countries, certain cultures, they have a certain mahar. For example, if you have um, someone from a certain country, their mahar will be this much. Another country will be from this much because that's how their urf is. Certain country, their mahar is small. Certain countries, their mahar is big. Certain countries, you have different levels of people, right? The different classes. Someone who's of the higher class, they're gonna have a higher mahar. So this is mahar method. Taib this woman, the money that I sold. Uh, sorry, her, her, her mahar was what? My land. was my land. Abdullah says, I'm buying the land of her. How much is her mahar normally? 5,000 pounds. I'm buying the land of her 5,000 pounds. Do you understand? Because that's her mahar. You have to give her her mahar al Is that clear? Even if the land is not worth Even if the worth, according to this opinion. The Shafi'i, not the Shafi'i, but some of the Shafi'i, and this is what the author, he, he takes his opinion is that. Why? Because he says that if he wasn't going to give her that land, he was going to give her mahar. And that mahar would have been if we're gonna if we couldn't decide what the mahar is, then we're going to have to decide uh, on mahar al-mithl. Taib. The other opinion is to say she, he has to give her the land, the worth of that land. He has to give her the worth of that land. But this is the opinion that the author takes here, and the other opinion is that he has to give her the worth of that land. Can we analyze the situation and see what translates? Analyze the situation. Maybe Allah لا لا it has to be according to the opinion which opinion you take according to the opinion that you take Allah A'lam Allah A'lam لكن الشافعية they say it's that مهر المثل والله A'lam but you can write it down say there's another opinion research it inshallah see what you come up with what's the question? I was going to ask um, I think you asked the person who pays the mahar is the man who uh, married her pays the mahar yeah. yeah but the one who no the one who's taking the land of her He gives so her the money. Yeah, Abdullah will have to give her the money for the land. Not not giving her a mahar. Yeah. He's giving her the money for the land, taking the land of her. But oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Uh, so sometimes mahar isn't always money. Hmm? Sometimes mahar isn't always money. So say I'm family. It's like a surah. Could you just recite the same surah? No, no. We mahar mithil. Mahar mithil. According to the money. According to the money. According to what? It has to be monetary. It has to be money. طيب then he says أخذ الشفيع بمهر المثل وإن كان memorize what مهر المثل is it's important when it comes to nikah وإن كان الشفعاء جماعة استحقوها على قدر الأملاك if the شفعاء are a group of people let's say now it's not just me and someone else it's a group of people who own a land let's say me Dallah Dalatif Nabil Abdullah we all own a land he owns 20% he owns 20 20-20-20 I decide to sell my 20% What are the others they're going to do? They all decide to do shufa. All of them. They decide to do shufa. In that case, then they all split up that 20% according to their ownership. So if I own 20%, he owns 20, 20, 20, 20. That's 40. That's 20, 40, 60, 80. Yeah? That's 80%. Right? 
Yeah. Everyone gets four percent, right? Five, five, five. Five. Oh, four. Yeah, four. Sah. Five. Everyone owns five percent. Everyone gets now an extra five percent, so everyone now going to own twenty-five percent. Is that clear? No. If two people agree and two people disagree, I don't want to give answer. Allah, Allah, Allah. I don't know. Is that the shaft that everybody has to agree on? Is that a shaft or not? Something. I don't. I don't see. I don't know where that is shaft. Like, I don't. Allah, I have to look. I'll look into that again. Like, no user does a shaft. And if two people agree, then why can't they take ten percent of them? Allah, Allah. We'll see. Inshallah. We'll see. استحقوا على قدر الأملاك بإسقاط بعضها ثبت لشخص شفعة في شيء فقال أسقط حقي من نصه وأخذت الباقي سقط حقه كله من الشفعة. نعم. تصرف المشتري في الشخص الصحيح نعم وإذا كان الشفعاء كانت تجب على ملك الجماعات وهم متفاوتون في الملك وباع أحدهم من سطر فهل يأخذ معنا فهل يأخذ كل واحد منك الله أعلم طيب فصل في أحكام القراض القراض is a type of sharika is a type of investment and it is also known as in other books of fiqh the shafi'iyah they call it qirad others they call it al-mudaraba sharika al-mudaraba and suratuhu what it is is when a per- two people are investment are, are, are partners in, in, in business one of them gives money and the other goes and works with that money and they split the profit between them is that clear? That's what that's what sharikat al-mudarab is. Someone has money. He has a hundred thousand pounds. He's a businessman. He says, he says, you got a good idea. You're, you're able to make good things. Okay, I'll give you hundred thousand pounds. Make those things, sell it, and we have a percentage between us as agreed. The way they will, they will agree on a percentage between them. So the businessman says, give me sixty percent. You take forty percent of the profits, and he works and he makes profits and he gives sixty and forty percent. This is called sharikat al-mudarab. طيب في أحكام القراض وللقراض أربعة شرائط. There are four conditions of al-qirad. Shafi'i dhikul al-qirad. An yakuna ala nabdin min al-darahim wa al-dananir. It must be the, the gold and silver coins that are, the money that is given has to be nabdin, yani minted. It has to be minted. It has to be printed. Why? In order to know how much exactly is given. So there's no gharar there. So obviously today if it's paper, if it's money, and if it's a percentage, it's okay. Uh, sorry, uh, account bank transfer and all that stuff, it's okay. Taib. عن يكون على نظم من الدراهم والدنانير وأن يأذن رب المال للعامل في التصرف مطلقا وفيما لا ينقطع غالبا and the second condition is that the one who is giving the money he must allow the worker to work generally he can't give him conditions يعني to only make bread only make this only make that no he must give him the investment money and he says go and buy always they will have an agreement but it can't be a specific job, a one specific job. It has to be in accordance to what he sees to be fit. Both of them to see, sees to be fit. So, for example, I have someone. He says, "Give me hundred thousand pounds. I'm good. I'm a good. I'm good at business." He's gonna go to the market and he's gonna buy and sell. So you can't say to him, "Only buy and sell a bread." No, he has to say. To, but he can say to him, can give him certain conditions, such as only buy and sell in London. Why? Allah. <laughs> Um, 
He can't say to him, for example, only, he, can, he can say to him, only buy and sell in London. Why? Because he says, outside of London, the business is not that good. He can say that to him. Because he has a reason for it. He has a gharab. But he can't give him a job to the point where يعني, you can only do one job as if he's a, he's, a, um, he's a person who's been employed. He's an employee. He's a mustajar. He's someone who's just employed to work for you. No. These are, this is sharika. Sharika, this is investment. They are, they are partners in this. He's not the boss and then the, the workers, the, the, the employee. These are, they are uh, partners in this. So therefore, he's, a, he's not allowed to give him those conditions. He's allowed to give him certain conditions that are for, for a gharad, for a reason that is general. Do you understand? A reason that is general. أن يأذن رب المال للعالم في للعامل في التصرف مطلقة وفيما لا ينقطع غالبا. He says that also the thing that they do in business in shouldn't be something that is not present. It's very something very rare that is not necessary. It's not always there. Why? Because if now he goes and gives him his money and he doesn't find that thing, then he's going to lose the money. It's going to cause enmity between them. So it has to be something that normally is present, whether it be bread, whether it be. Uh, building buildings, whether it be an idea, an investment, all of that stuff is is allowed for the investment to be uh, to happen in. Huh? The third condition is now. The third condition is that the percent the, 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 there's a it's a condition that the profit is distributed according to percentages. It has to be a percentage So he's not allowed to say This year's percent profit is for me And next year's profit is for you Right Or he's not allowed to say the, This part of the uh, This part of the land That is pro- that is profited from Is my, my profit And the other part Is your profit No We get all the money together All of the profit And it's split up between us According to the percentage That We Agreed upon 60-40 whatever There's no You can agree upon this percentage There's no specific percentage That they have to have to have yeah, salary plus commission that, that would not be this contract but it's different you're allowed to do that but this is not um, that that's not that this is ijara that's you're employing someone but then the plus the commission that may be that can, well, might come under the the, the salika I mean the the qirat or the mudaraba so there will be two contracts in one Allah alam if that's allowed Allah alam So in that case, it will be considered for him that he's investing. Yani, he is buying a percentage of the company, right? He's buying a percentage of the company, um, and then after that, it will be he will be given the money for that person to work on that on that uh, on that project, right? Or is, it, or is it, it, there's two different things? He's either buying a share of the company. In that case, it's different. He's buying a share of that person's work. Or he's saying, here's the, here's the money, work with it, and I get the profit for this, for this amount of time. 
They have a two, they're two different things. They have a buying the actual company, then he has, it's not sharikat al mudarab. Or he's giving the money for a percentage of the profits of the company, which is very similar, but he doesn't have the two different, they have two different outcomes in terms of conditions. What conditions can he put? Can he sell it or not? Because when he bought a, part, push it, a portion of the company, then he can sell it anytime. But, uh, but if he, if he, if the, because you know that one of the conditions was that the one in giving money, he can't specify what the method should be. Yeah, what the? Like the, um, yeah, well, he can't specify and say only work one thing for this specific industry. So if that guy just changes up his business idea and he starts doing something else, it's bottled. Then the sharika goes. He can, he can he leave, he leave the sharika. Okay. طيب. So look at it. Says that there shouldn't be a time limit. It's not allowed for it to be a time limit. What does that mean? He says فلو ذكر مدة ومنعه تصرف بعدها فسد العقد. Is that now if you, if you mention you're not allowed to mention a time limit. If you give a time limit, then after that time limit, that sharika is now um, invalid, right? بعدها. طيب. It's not allowed to give a time limit. It has to be constant. We're going now. Why do all the stories? Sorry, let me just say this. Why? Why is not allowed to give a time limit? It's because sharika al mudaraba is aqdun jaiz. It's allowed. It's jaiz. Yani? You're allowed to? You're allowed to? Come out of it anytime. So now it's not binding. So you're allowed to. So if you give a time limit, then there's no point in that. Because you can leave at any time anyway. You understand? So the sharika al mudaraba is aqdun jaiz. Therefore, you're allowed to leave at any time. Therefore, you're allowed to give a time limit. There's a season mm. harvesting, you know, mm. and you're selling fruits. Mm. You know, after a certain after a certain time, those same fruits will come back in. Yeah, yeah. So that time technically is still limited. It's, it's still, still limited now. Yeah. But they, they say that you're not allowed to give a time limit in, in, in sharikat al-mudara in that situation. Because what you're talking about is different. There's different contracts, such as what you're going to come to in muzara, which is when you give a uh, fruits and, and vegetable or crops. Crops have a time limit, so therefore they have different contract, different contract and different conditions. But as for mudaraba and for the person to give him money, he works with the money and he gives back the profit every year, every six months, every whatever, whenever. And you're allowed to leave it at any time. Say, okay, we finished, let's leave now. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So what about, um, say if you're like, you're in a house or something, and then I'm, I'm, I'm the person investing, you're like paying for a whole new phone, and someone else is doing all the legwork to like, you know, make sure everything's all like sorted out and stuff. And I'm like, okay, cool, um, I, I want to make, I want to make a profit within six months or something like that. And um, I want the property to be done like in this amount of time, so that I can make a profit. And that's no, that's different. That's, that's telling him to make the money in it, finish the finish the the, the the project in a certain amount of time. Like and if time. he doesn't do it, then the contract is still not invalid. And and if he doesn't do it in that time, then it carries on seven months. You still carry on, and you can leave after that time. But you can tell him, I want you to do it in this time. If he doesn't fulfill it, then that's you guys. At loss, or you're at loss, or he's at loss. No, no, but you can leave. And when you leave, you're allowed to take your profit that you had. Last two questions quickly. Yeah, go on. They say, for instance, it's food, then, yeah? Mm. So food expires, obviously. Mm. So, um, the person doing the labor, mm. food expires, 
It's not a joint loss. It's a joint loss, yeah. yeah. So that's why you should always do business with someone that you trust. It's a joint loss. And the reason why Sharika Tamudarab is very good is because both of you are going to be at loss if, if he doesn't do the work. It's not like an employee where he says, yeah, I'm going to get paid anyway. No. If he doesn't work, he's not getting paid. Because it's a Sharika. That's the benefit of Sharika Tamudarabah. It's not investment from both sides, only investment from one side. And he has an idea, so I have an idea, he has investment. So he gives you the money, he says, work on your idea. How would you calculate the percentage? You agree upon each other. Okay. Whatever you agree upon. طيب ولا يقدم مدام ولا ضمان على العالم على العامل إلا بالعدوان وإن حصل نعم لا عدوان لا ضمان على العامل إلا بالعدوان the one who is working so I I have money I give this person money I said go do business with this money and he loses the money does he have to pay it back no there's no paying back for him except unless he done it بالعدوان he done something that he wasn't allowed to do for example he bought something that was worth very little for a huge amount of money in a way that wasn't uh, according to the urf. Okay? In that case, he has to do daman. So if he does something that he wasn't allowed to do, in that case, he has to pay back the money. That's the only time. But generally, if he loses the money, then there is no, uh, no, 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 no compensation for that. Because you were partners in this. Both of you, both of you make a loss, made a loss. وَإِنْ حَصَلَ خُسْرَانٌ وَرِبْحٌ جَبَرَ الْخُسْرَانُ الْرِبْحُ جبل الخسران الربح جبل جبر الخسران الربح طيب if now there is a loss made and a profit made then we make up the loss with the profit how the example of this is a person he gives him a thousand pounds go and trade with a thousand pounds at the beginning he makes a loss so he goes his money goes down to eight hundred pounds then after that he goes up to one thousand two hundred he made two profits right he made either he made the profit from 800, which is 400 pound, 400 pound profit, or he made the profit from 1,000, which is 200 pound profit. What do they split between themselves? Do they split them between themselves the profit from 800 pounds or the profit from the original money, which was 1,000 pounds? We say that you split the money from a, you split the profits in accordance to the original money, which was 1,000 pounds. So you make up that loss and then you split the profits. So if I give you 100,000 pounds, you lost. 20,000 pounds, you have 80,000 pounds now. Then you made another, uh, uh, something happened a few months later, alhamdulillah, you got back, you got back to your feet, you made 120,000 pounds. We split between us the 20,000 pounds profit. We don't split between us the 40,000 between the 80 and because the 100,000 goes back to the person, then we split, we split up that, that profit. Is that clear? But if it made a loss, then it goes back to zero or minus, then no one gets any profit and they both make a loss. Sorry, you said if the, if the property is damaged then what If the property is damaged? Sorry, if the product is damaged then what happens? Product is damaged? I didn't say that. So you never said that. Okay, so say, say for instance uh, the thing that the person selling is damaged gets damaged what happens? You sell something and it gets damaged after I sell it? No, before you sell it. Then they have to fix it, or he's not. He has to tell the person that it's damaged. Well, say you're selling clothes. Yeah. The clothes get ripped. Yeah. The person selling the clothes it gets ripped while he he's selling it. Like, yeah. Then, then it's a loss of both of them. Okay. Me and him both make a loss. Unless he's done something wrong, of course. But if he, it's a loss on both, it's a loss on both sides in that situation. And if he wants to sell ripped clothes, then he has to tell the person they're selling it to they're ripped, and you'll make a less, they'll make less money on it. But either way, both of them are liable. 
يعني the one who invested the money and the one who's working they both liable equally they both make the loss yeah. so if this if then the only loss is made no, no profit was made and you made like 100,000 you made like 80,000 the loss does the loss get split as well yeah the loss gets split as well basically, basically. yeah basically طيب نعم When someone wants to take out the percentage, then, then he tells the person that I want my percentage of the money and they stop the trade unless there's a harm. If there's a harm, then he can't take it out then and there because maybe it's in, it's, in, it's, in a, it's in a process of making money. I mean, if, if there's a harm, it's not allowed. But if he wants to now, the, the money is there, he says, I don't want to be part of this anymore, give my 50%, you take your, your percentage of whatever's been made so far, whatever's been lost so far, and you go back. Everyone goes each way. طيب. So, when you're calculating the percentages for the profit, say for example, the exact number that you calculate, it's a long decimal number, so would you round up or would you round up? Don't round it down, give the exact money. Exact money by the penny. Say if it's like... According to the penny. In the Sharia, we're going to say Every single penny is a right for the person. No one's allowed to give and say, and the judge is not allowed to say, no, just 5p, no, even 5 pence, the judge is not allowed. So what I'm saying, like, same example is like, if one, one party um, made a profit of like 85 pounds and 19 pence, when you actually calculate like the actual profit, it's like 85 pounds, 19, and then there's like 5, 6, 7, like, more numbers, do you know what I'm saying? Allah, I don't know about that one. It's ridiculous. Fasl in fi ahkam al Al-Musaqah. Al-Musaqah is a type of sharika as well. Al-Musaqah is a type of sharika, but it is to have sharika, to have investment on trees. On trees. Farming, basically. But what's the surah of that? A person owns trees. He says to someone, come, you work on these trees. When the fruits, they come out from the tree, we split it up, according to a prophet. So he, I own the trees, he's a worker. I don't employ him. I say to him, go and work on the trees, whatever, whatever profit we get. We split up equally. Why is that better than employing him with money? Because if you employ him with money, he's going to get money anyway. If I, if, exactly, if I tell him now go work and then you get the profit, he has more of an incentive to work harder to bring back the profit and they'll split up the profit uh, according to what they agree upon. Is that clear? That's Musaqah. We'll mention it. Wal-Musaqah ja'izatun ala nakhli wal-karam. According to the Shafi'iyah, they say, Al-Musaqah is only according to, is only, not only just trees, but it's only date trees and grape trees and grapes. Only dates and grapes. That's what they say. Wallahu alam, the other opinion, the correct opinion is that it is on all trees. All trees that bears fruits. That's the humble opinion. All trees that bears fruits. Walaha shara'it. It has conditions. And yuqaddiraha bimuddatim ma'lumah. Number one is that you must have a limit, a time limit. So we say we're going to go for three seasons, four harvests. Okay, you get the profits of all of those harvests. It has to have a time limit because of the harvest that you mentioned. Remember, there's only comes at a certain time. So we have a, a time limit because of the harvests. The worker is the only one who works. In terms of the worker is the only one who is conditioned to work. It is not considered to be musaqah anymore if... The worker says, okay, I'll work, but at night time you have to work on the, on the trees. Or uh, some days I go, I'm on holiday, so you have to work on the trees. No. 
the person who owns the trees, he is the only the only thing that he does is give him gives him the trees and certain other things which we're going to mention, inshallah. He only gives him, he gives him the trees to work on, and as for the worker, then his job is to work on those trees, and that is that that's a condition because otherwise it won't be musaqa, right? Now, he doesn't make a condition for the one who owns the trees to work. And he must condition, they must agree on a percentage of fruits. So for example, let's say the far, all these trees, they're going to bring out 5,000 or 500 kilograms of dates. We say, we're going to split the fruits between us 20-80 in percentage. So at the end of the year or at the end of the harvest, the I get this fruit, he gets that fruit. Is that clear? Juz and ma'luma min al thamar. So it will just be like commission basically. The more, the more work you put in, the more money you make. Well, to say it's commission, you have to look into what commission exactly is. Oh, yeah. Commission is for a person who makes, what he say, what, according to the sale that he makes, he. Yeah, Mm. It's not it's not a thing as commission. Yeah, it's not the same as commission. It's more like it's more an investment. Partnership, yeah, partnership, it's pretty good. It's a partnership. The work that is needs to be needs to be done in this farm. There is what there's things that need to be done in the farm, right? Things like al uh, uh make it so bring bringing out the soil. Digging it up, the taking out the weeds, watering it, harvesting it. These are different works that need to be done. But if you have to do the work, he says, There's two types of work. And a work, work that is for the actual fruit. Work is for that is actually for the fruit of the tree, for the benefit of the fruit. For example, watering. For example. Um, planting the seeds, طيب. Oh no, not planting the seeds. No, watering, um, making. You know what? You know if you go to big lands or farmlands, they have canals of water. So they build canals for the water to go, and it goes. It, they build a big canal, and it goes into the into the plantation. Goes into the plantation there, the right, left, and like that. That building of that water thing is for who? It's the worker as well. طيب. That's the work that is called, that is for the, for the benefit of the of the fruits. And actions that go back to the tree Such as um, The one who owns the tree has to do that What's that? Providing the equipment for the tree Okay Some scholars they say Protecting the land of that tree You know they put scarecrows in that That kind of stuff All of these kind of things Some scholars say this Some scholars say this. The, 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 the one who's working has to do that Difference of opinion. The point is that anything that goes back to the benefit of the of the fruits is for the worker, and anything that goes back to the benefit of the tree is for the the owner of the of the tree, and that is al musaqa. clear? Next one. Fasulun fi ahkam al ijara. Al ijara. Ijara is renting basically, or employing someone. Yeah, you can translate as renting. Okay, yes. Adamus naam. Naam ijara. So basically employing someone, you say you, you bring someone and you say to him work in my shop and you give him monthly wage. طيب. Or you say to someone come and work for me, make these, cook for me every day 
and you give him an, an, an employee a, a fee for or, or wages طيب. or you give someone a house and he rents it off you for a certain amount of time or he gives him some, a camera or a phone or a car and he rents it off you for a certain amount of time this is ijara so he says وَكُلُّ مَا أَمْكَنَ الْإِنْتِفَاعُ بِهِ مَعَ بَقَائِهِ صَحَّتْ إِجَارَتُهُ إِذَا قُدِّرَتْ مَنْفَعَتُهُ بِأَحَدِ الْأَمْرَيْنِ مُدَّةٍ أَوْ عَمَلٍ Everything that you can benefit from whilst the actual thing is still going to be there. For example, a house. As opposed to what? Water. If I rent to you this water and you drink it, can I rent it to you? That's not considered to be renting, right? You're just taking the water off me. طيب. So it has to be something that lasts. Something that lasts. If the benefit of that thing is one of two things, either a time or an action. If the benefit that is taken from that thing that you're renting is one of two, either a time or an action. An action. What's the benefit of, what's the word, uh, example of a time? A house. I'm renting a house for a certain amount of time. One month, two months, three months, five months, one year. This is called mudda, a time. So the benefit is calculated by time the benefit is calculated by time or by action i employ a chef i employ someone to make me clothes okay services basically actions i think work work why because services could be hotel services still يعني time you come on time طيب مده او عمل او work so either the thing is by, 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 by what? Work or by a time limit. Taif. Is that clear? He says. Same thing. This is more specific. That was more specific. The actual thing. The actual thing. Then he says. وإطلاقها يقتضي تعجيل الأجرة إلا أن يشرط التأجيل. If a person now one one مسألة when it comes to إجارة is if we now agree to rent something. I say to you, I've rented to you this item, this house. When do I have to pay the rent? I rented to you for one month. When do I have to pay the rent? The أصل is that you have to pay the rent then and there, at the beginning, not at the end. According to the Shafi'i method. يعني if I said rent your house say from one month to beginning of the month to end of the month, then I have to pay at the beginning. إلا أن يشرط التأجيل unless you make, we make a condition we say I pay you at the end of every month in that case in that, in that case that condition is is acceptable mm. uh, no. يعني the old مسائل that come under it ولا تبطل الإجارة بموت أحد المتعاقدين وتبطل بتلف العين المستأجرة. The إجارة the contract of الإجارة is a contract which is it is binding. It is لازم. It's not جائز. طيب. Therefore لا تبطل الإجارة بموت أحد المتعاقدين. If one of the two people who have made the contract, the owner of the house and the tenant of the house, they one of them dies, then the إجارة does not become null and void. Rather it is carried on. Until the end of the contract. So if the one who's renting he dies, who takes on over the house? His inheritors. Those who inherit him. And the one, if the one who's renting or renting out, he dies, then the person is allowed to stay inside the house until 
the contract is finished and he has to pay the inheritance then he says وَتَبْطُلُ بِتَلَفِ الْعَيْنِ الْمُسْتَعْجَرَةِ but the ijara it finishes and it becomes null and void if the thing that is being rented out it becomes um, it is destroyed so for example a house burns down the, the ijara is finished now the ijara is finished I have to pay how much I've stayed in it for example I've stayed, I pay, I've stayed in half the month half the month I have to pay for half the month of that and the rest I don't have to pay because now the ijara contract is now null and void is that clear? وَلَا ضَمَانَ عَلَى الْأَجِيرِ إِلَّا بِعُدْوَانِ and there is no ضَمَان on the ajir the one who's renting so for example someone rents a car he says to him I rent you this car but the condition is that you're only allowed to drive it in London okay or some companies they give you a mileage right they give you a certain amount of mileage and you do more than that in that case now you have to pay ضَمَان and so if there's no there's, it wasn't your fault you rented a car and someone crashed into you for example then in that case you don't have to pay any ضَمَان for that that ضَمَان is upon that person who, or you don't have to pay the compensation, that's upon the person who owns the, the actual car. Is that clear? So these are for all Masail, the heads of the Masail when it comes to Al Ijara, and obviously all of these have more details. There's a lot of details when it comes to this stuff. And so they give examples and things like that, but we're just giving you how the Masala looks. Faslun fil ju'ala. Al Ja'ala or Ju'ala is both allowed to, you can say both. Ju'ala wal Ja'ala. Al Ja'ala is basically, if I explain it to you quickly, and just, we're going to actually just go for it very quickly, inshallah. Is if for me to say, whoever does this for me, I'm going to give him this amount of money. Example of that. Whoever finds my wallet, he gets 10, 10 pounds. Whoever finds my phone, he gets 200 pounds. Whoever finds my animal, he gets 300 pounds. My car was stolen, everyone. Whoever finds it, he gets this much money. Right? This is called ju'ala. Is that clear? That's basically ju'ala. Well, ju'ala tu ja'izatun. Ja'iza. Tayyib. Um, the Asr, what's the evidence for it in the hadith? In the hadith, the, in, in the ayah, in the ayah in the Quran, when, when the people of Yusuf, and he said when they lost, when they lost uh, the, bowl, the bowl of the king, right? And he says, Whoever comes with it, he will be given a camel load of whatever, of the food. So he said that this is Ju'ala, the Surah Yusuf there, okay? Um, no. طيب says والجعالة جائزة. It's a contract with this جائزة. What does that mean? It can be. It's not binding. It can be cancelled any time. يعني a person can say whoever finds this for me, whoever finds it for me. It's not a specific person, right? Whoever finds it for me, then they get this much money. Person he goes out one day, two days, three days, and then he says the contract's cancelled. <laughs> And that's it. There's no, there's no, nothing, nothing binding upon that person. So for you, the one who's looking for that thing, trying to get that prize, you need to think: Am I going to be able to get it in a time that's worth the money, or not? Okay. If it now happens, the person finds it and he gives it to him. In that case, he has to give him the money that he promised. طيب والجعلة جائزة وهي أن يشترط على رد ضالته عوضا معلوما is that you can put a condition that whoever um, finds your missing object or missing possession, he gets a عوضاً معلوماً a known prize. It has to be known. Can't say whoever finds this my my thing, my car, then he gets some money. Don't worry, I'm gonna tell you how much it is. No, he has to tell him how much it is. عوضاً معلوم. فإذا ردها استحق ذلك العوض المشروط. If he now returns it, he returns the item. He's now he deserves the عوض, that prize that he was. Uh, told about and that he was going to be given. Is that clear? That is 
Al-Ju'ala Tayyib When is it considered لو جعل مالك الدابة الضالة ربعها أو ثلثها لما ردها قال صحيح طيب If a group of people is look, وعلم أنه لو اشترك جماعة جماعة في الرد If a group of people they go and they 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 go out together to find that missing item اشتركوا في الجعل They will be given that جعل They will be given that prize and they have to share it لأنهم اشتركوا في السبب because they came together to find that thing that was missing so therefore they're going to be given a an equal uh, a, 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 a amount of or equal amount of their uh, the prize. Um, which I forgot to underline. is known in the Sharia as also in find in a lot of different books you find it is called also Muzara. Al Muzara Al Muhabara. The the Muhabara or Muzara is instead of giving someone a tree, you give him a piece of land. You give him a piece of land and you say to him, farm that land and you agree upon a, con- uh, uh, um, uh, a, con- a percentage that is known of the profits, of the harvest. Is that clear? Is that clear? Yeah, I give you a land, I say to you, work on that land. Farm. Bring out fruits. The fruits, when it come out, when it harvest, we split it, we split the profits. Is that clear? Is that clear? Al-Mukhabara. And the Shafi'iyya, they say that it is invalid. It's not a valid contract. Like it is. According to the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and wa'amal ahlul khaybar ahlul khaybar the people of khaybar when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam took over khaybar he didn't take out the Jews from khaybar. Khaybar is a land is a, is a city just outside of Medina very close to Medina I think today it's actually part of Medina. Khaybar is a place that has a lot of uh, dates very fertile land and when some of the Jews they, from Medina they were um, exiled from Medina they went to Khaybar they went to Khaybar when they went to Khaybar the Prophet they they treat they, they, they were treacherous against the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and so the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam when he went there, he took over the land and he took when he took their land he said I'm going to let you use the land but with the Prophet, so he gave them the land and they worked on the land to grow the dates you know have to work on the trees and stuff like that they worked on the land harvested and the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam the 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 fruits would come to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam every uh, every harvest time and the pro- companions they said we never. Had easy in our life in terms of money We never had a time in our life when it comes to money uh, Where we had actually a lot of money Until the time of Khaybar Because of how much the dates How many dates it would, it would, it would be harvested from them And that's why um, Hassan ibn Thabit radiyallahu anhu, the, uh, the poet of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, He would say uh, Praising يعني, Praising someone who's already, already Is already praised It's like giving a date to Khaybar and you give it as a gift. You gift the date to the land of Khaybar. They don't need dates. It's like you don't need praise from you. I don't need. To, you don't need. I don't need praise from you because you praising me. It's like you gave a land to, a date to the people of Khaybar. That's how much dates they had. The companions they were, they were never rich until the time of Khaybar. And that's the, that shows that the Khaybar, the the, um, the Muzara is a is a correct contract because the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he done it. But the Shafi'i they consider it to be invalid. Someone gives land to a person to farm it. Then they put a condition that I have a percentage of the harvest of that land. Someone gives land to a 
if he employs him, the Shafi'i, they say, okay, we can't do that, but say, what, what can you do? You can employ someone to work on your land. And you give him money to work on your land as, as what? As istijar, as ijara, as an employee. That's allowed according to them. Or oh, he gives him an amount of food. He says, I'm going to give you not a percentage of the land, because that would be mushar, that would be sharika in the land. That's not allowed according to them. He'll say, he'll say if I give you, I'll give you 100 kg of dates. What happens? The end of the season comes, no dates come. Does he still owe him the 100 kg? He still owes him. Because it is what? Ija'ara, in that case. Day on him, yes. It's a day on him now. He owes him. And basically, Ija'ara is allowed. So they say instead of doing muzara, you do ijara, that would be allowed. Is that clear? Tayyib. We'll end it there. Um, tomorrow, inshallah, we'll take kitab al-Tawheed. And then after that, we'll see, inshallah, ta'ala, where we'll get to uh, throughout the lockdown and stuff like that. Barakallahu feekum. Wallahu a'lam. Sallallahu wa sallam. Mubarak ala abdi wa rasooli nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sallam. Alhamdulillah.